0: Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glennis Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. And if you are new to my show please go check out my six years of other radio shows. Yes, I have been talking for a long time. You can go and search on your podcast app, The Glynise Show, or you can go to glanisehughes.com, and under the radio show, show section, uh, you'll find all of those radio shows. So, welcome. This is, I, I'm just so thrilled to be doing today's show, because it is all about my takeaways from the VIP experience with Oprah Winfrey. How does it get any better than that? I just am so excited to share this. And there's so much to say. (laughs) I initially kind of thought I would do a post about it on Facebook or, you know, but there's a lot, there's a lot to say. There's some really awesome and some really, hmm (laughs) not good or bad just hmm anyway so I'm basically just gonna start right from right from the beginning and go through it and I have no clue how long this is gonna take so this might be a little longer than my shows have been uh, especially in these past few shows because I've been doing them about half the time that I used to do radio shows so we'll see we will see All right. And I'm actually going to start before the evening started, uh, because I'm so grateful. I had read a blog post about from a woman who had done what I thought was the very same thing ticket that I had purchased to see Oprah. And if you haven't watched the show, How I Actualized Meeting Oprah if you haven't listened to it, I think I just said watched, but I meant listen to it. Uh, Do check out that show because it is a brilliant, brilliant, cool actualization and short story. I did pay for the ticket. So I had went and read this woman's blog. So I was sure that I knew exactly how the evening was going to go down. And I was very excited. I mean, I had it all figured out. And then they sent us the the email of how the evening was going to go down. And I was like, wait a minute, this isn't, this isn't the way it's playing out in my head. What, what the fuck? And what I realized was the woman's who I had read her post about how, you know, what had occurred, that wasn't actually the way that it was going to be. And that was really interesting. And I'm so grateful because then I was actually able to go in and clear all of my points of views, all of my expectations, all of my projections that I didn't even know I had. And I know that sounds ridiculous. And I didn't even know I had them. Like I was, I had read the article, you know, and this had occurred for her, I think three years ago. So (laughs) It's funny to me that I would assume it would be the exact same, and I did, and I'm grateful that you know. In the email, I went, "Oh, wait a minute." So, in her blog post, what she had received was a it was like a a question and answer period. So, everybody who had bought the ticket were sitting out in their seats in the audience, and Oprah was basically doing a sound check. So that's what she had had. So I had in my mind. Well, I'm going to have a question ready and you know, I had it all figured out. But when I read what was going to occur, which was basically we had an hour in the VIP room without Oprah with our hors d'oeuvres and our drinks and then we would be going into the what they called the meet and greet room for a half an hour. And I kind of clued in. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, each one of us wasn't going to be having even a five-minute conversation with Oprah at that point because I was pretty sure there was probably about a hundred of us who were VIPs. So a hundred into thirty minutes, hmm, okay, you know. So anyway, I cleared all those points of views and and continued to clear whenever they would come up, uh, and I was still asking to have a conversation with Oprah so it wasn't from this is the way it has to be or this is the way it's going to be it was like hey this is what I'd like and so that was the day before then the day of my sweet friend Carrie and I we had tickets together so we went hubby dropped us off at the door and we went inside and it was actually really easy initially it was kind of like which door because they were giving specific names but then you have to be in the building to find those doors. So anyway, we got in. Oh, and the other thing that I should mention is the energy before going there, like I would say for two days, at least, really was like there was a a class. Like if you've ever went to a class that really invited you to change, and there was maybe what seemed like resistance to go beforehand. That is really what I was perceiving for like, it was like that, like some of the classes that I've went to that have changed my life. It felt like this. It was so interesting to me. So, you know, kind of cranky and kind of, uh, and just want to, you know, throat punch everybody. And anyway, so we walk in and the getting of our tickets was quite easy. You know, you got to go through, you got to put your purse through and do all the security stuff and the staff were amazing. So they had special concierge staff and they truly were amazing. I, I was, I really felt taken care of. I really felt like if I didn't know what was going on, it was very easy to find out. Like, yeah, that, that piece I was so grateful for. So once we went in, they took us straight up to the VIP room, which was actually a really cool room. And they had this like kind of blue lighting. And it was I mean, it looked really cool. And then (laughs) the food and the drinks. And so I did a Facebook Live about this, you might have noticed. And so this is from a business end, that I would really like people who are in business to be aware of this piece. And I say that Because I am now aware of this piece. So I actually am so freaking grateful, even though it might sound like I'm disappointed or I didn't get what I would like. I'm actually not because of the awareness that it gifted me. Now, I should say the other part of this piece that I'm gonna talk about next is I was also taking part in a five day uh, kind of like a telesummit type of event with my sweet friend Angela Johnson, who is a marketing just genius. And so she had five marketers and like, not necessarily marketers, people who run events. And so I'd been listening, I'd listened to three of the five. By the time that I went to this Oprah event, not on purpose, (laughs) it just so happened, and I put that air air quotes, it just so happened that I was listening to them, you know, a few days beforehand, and went into this event. And one of the speakers was talking about how you really want to make sure that you're your event kind of matches, like in a sense, kind of the price tag matches the energy of the event type of thing. And, and I mean, I listened, I was like, Oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, you know, and I kind of started thinking about different things I could change and and stuff with my classes and my events. And then walking in, okay, so again, we paid 2500 Canadian. For some people, that's a lot of money. And for me for an evening, that's, that's more money than I've ever spent on something like this. And there was (laughs) macaroni and cheese. Now, I don't mean it like it wasn't KD from a box. (laughs) It wasn't that. And it was still macaroni and cheese. There was pulled pork and there was some sort of kind of a hummus and something or else like that. So... Okay, for those of us who, who don't eat dairy, um, and I mean I, I eat gluten, but you know, for people who don't eat gluten, there just wasn't to me it was like, huh, that was that was like a letdown. And then we both got two um, drink tickets. so went over to the drink counter and, and Carrie was just gonna have water anyway. but I was like, yeah, I would like to have a little drink. They had wine or beer, nothing else. Now again, I didn't go there to eat and drink. Okay, so it's not like I was like, this is horrible. This is ridiculous. It wasn't. What it was, though, was it didn't match the price tag. And that what that it does. And so this is again, this is, (laughs) this is from the people who know um, what it does is it sets up this energy of distrust. And and I knew what was going on. So, this, you know, I'm, I already feel like I'm maybe kind of ahead of the game, so to speak, um, because I was aware of the energy for myself of what it was. It was like, wow, going to a $2,500 event macaroni and cheese doesn't really fit or only beer and wine now i i do actually drink wine but i drink a very special sweet and sparkly wine i am very picky i do not like dry wines uh and so i did uh, some taste tests of what they had but there there was nothing there so i had water which again is fine i didn't go there to drink and the energy of that was like wow if somebody is offering like it was just and it was again, great information for me as a business person. Because how many events have I put on where people have paid, you know, $1,600, or even more. And I haven't put second, like even a second thought into, does it match? Does this fit like I and, and I so I see it so clearly now, and I'm so freaking grateful. And so we, sat in there and they did have a popcorn machine. So I did have popcorn and I do like popcorn. So that did make me smile. Popcorn and water. Uh, and, and so just sat in there, Carrie and I chatted and kind of watched the other people. And then, uh, at one point Carrie went to the washroom. (laughs) Oh, I just make myself laugh again. If you're my Facebook friend, you might've read about this, but I was sitting there and I was doing what I do in social situations, uh, scrolling my phone. (laughs) I am awkward as fuck. I if I don't know the person, if I if I'm in a social situation like that, it's I, it's not ease for me. Interesting point of view. I have that point of view. I know, and that's just been my experience so far. So normally, I just escape through my phone and avoid all sorts of awkwardness. And as I was sitting there doing that. I remembered the week before I was at another event where there was 600 women and I only spoke to the women who I went with. (laughs) So this can give you an idea of how awkward I feel in those situations. I spoke very well with everybody who I went with and I already knew, did not mutter a word to anybody else. However... Um, in that there was a woman who spoke that I, I really enjoy her name is Jody Carrington she's actually an Albertan and she's just amazing check her out and she spoke about <laughs> that exactly she spoke about how often when we're in social situations rather than connecting we turn to our phone and as I was sitting there scrolling my phone that is what popped into my head And I looked up and there was a woman who basically had just come in and sat down, kind of like the spot right beside where Carrie was sitting. And I knew at that moment I had a choice. I could continue to scroll. Definitely, I could do that. And nobody would know. Like, nobody would know what was going on in my head. So I could even get away with it. Or I could put my phone away and start up a conversation. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to be meeting Oprah in a few minutes. So let's just kind of reach out. And and here's the awkwardness. If, and if you're on my email or yeah, my email list, you would have seen this in the video because I spoke about it. But in my awkwardness, not knowing exactly what to say to somebody I don't know, I looked at her, I looked at her plate of food, I could clearly see she hadn't touched her pulled fork. And I said, how's the pulled pork <laughs> like, oh gosh at least I entertain myself that's what I gotta say uh and so she was very kind and she said you know I haven't tried it yet but this macaroni and cheese is really good and and so we started a conversation and I have to say I'm so proud of me and wow the magic of that conversation, my sweet friends. Oh my goodness. Turns out she runs this organization called one woman. Also be sure to check that out. Uh, and I mean, she is, it's so inspirational. Her target with that, with that organization is to inspire women and girls around the world to live their dreams. Like, seriously, is there anybody better that I could have started a conversation with? Like, holy shit. And so they happened to be having an event on Saturday. So just a few days, the event, I guess there's so, yeah, a couple days later. So she gifted me a ticket. I just so happened to be free, at least in the morning I was able to go. Like, truly, how does it get any better than that? And I mean, it was so amazing. And basically the event, it's called a Fearless... Uh, fearless something fearless fearless <laughs> fearless something Um, and it was a whole bunch of different women going up and speaking and sharing kind of in 20 minutes like their their fearless piece like it was such an inspiration and oh my gosh that that was just amazing but anyway I'm jumping ahead of myself so Back at Oprah's VIP event, you know Charlotte is her name. Charlotte and I were chatting. Uh, Carrie came back, and and we chatted as a group, and it was just it was so amazing. The other really cool piece with that is that Charlotte wasn't supposed to be there. Charlotte had been so uh, Oprah had been in Calgary, uh, which Calgary and Edmonton are both may, big cities in Alberta, and only about a three-hour drive apart. So Charlotte had went to her event the night before in calgary but they had messed up on her picture so she had contacted the organizers and said hey i can be in edmonton if i can get in and i would just like a redo of the picture and they said heck have a whole vip ticket so you know like i just think it's so cool what had to occur for her and i to meet and that i was willing to choose it i was willing to put my phone away i was willing to go no no (laughs) this changes now. And so how does it get any better than that? So we had a nice fit. So she was actually able to give us kind of an idea of the evening and stuff. And that was really nice, too. So then it came time. And again, the whole bunch of organizers came and they got us and they took us out into small groups and basically just kind of stood in line. And, and I knew it would be very quick. Like, I knew that so I was like okay I what would I actually like to say to Oprah I'm gonna have maybe a minute so what is it I'd like to say and initially and if you saw I did a um like a Facebook live about it initially I was going to ask her a question and as I was standing in line and just like okay so what what would create the greatest what would I like to say and it was like I actually desire to to give some gratitude to vocalize my gratitude for what she had inspired me growing up to really just know I could do anything I wanted like I I have so much gratitude for her and and truly how much she inspired me man it's bringing tears to my eyes because nothing she let nothing stop her. And I'm sure there were days she did. Like I'm not saying she's perfect. I'm not saying there weren't times. And yet every day for all of those years, 25 years, I think she got up and she went to the show. Do you know she never missed a show? She never missed a show. Because she knew somebody was waiting. She knew that somebody had got tickets, somebody, and she joked about it going like, somebody got their hair did, or somebody got their nails did, or, you know, like she she had a lot of fun with it, but it was more than that. She knew, she knew, she knew that for somebody to go to the Oprah show, one, it probably cost them a lot of money just to get there. And then like, anyway, the, it was just so phenomenal to, for that, that. So I just really wanted to vocalize my gratitude for her. And I knew I could do that in a minute. I knew I could do it quite quickly. And so as we're getting closer and I can tell like they are keeping the line going and Charlotte had told us, you know, they're, they're going to keep the line going. So you need to kind of do what you need to do. And so I was like, okay, I got this. And so Carrie went in first and I kind of stood there and I was like, totally figured out kind of how I was going to do it. So walked in, she grabbed my hand, I kind of stood to the side, we took a beautiful photo. If you haven't seen it, it's on my Facebook page. I'll probably have it other places too. It's on Instagram. I mean, it's actually my, (laughs) it's my phone wallpaper right now. I haven't changed my phone wallpaper since um, two phones ago. (laughs) Because every time I just updated my phone, it just came over. But I actually took the time to figure out how to do it, because it just makes me smile and so my plan was that in order to kind of in a sense get her attention like yes she was smiling and we were taking a photo but i i wanted to get her attention i wanted her to look at me and so that i could even just say thank you like didn't even have to be much more than that so because she had my hand and i you know because she had my hand i basically had her hand so i thought okay as As she's kind of maybe motioning for me to go, I'm going to hang on tighter. So it kind of brings her attention back to me. And that didn't work. And she just went on to the next person. And it was hard. (laughs) It was hard. Like, I was like, wow, I, (sighs) I can tell you that I had a beautiful photo op with Oprah I cannot tell you that I met Oprah. Because I don't perceive, like, to me, I did not meet Oprah. Even if I could have just said hello, and even if she had just, you know, nodded, I would have felt like I met Oprah. But the way that it turned out, I don't feel like I met Oprah. And does it matter? No. Am I going to lose sleep? No. And what I love is that, because I was like, even, I wasn't even sure that the picture like that I'd even want to see the like not want to see it but like that I'd have anything for the picture because it like there there was no interact there was no connection for me. I guess that's the best way to put it. There there wasn't a connection and wasn't the connection Yeah, let's change that. There wasn't the connection that I would have liked. And yet when I saw the photo the next day there was a connection. It was different. It was very different. And I still, I wouldn't tell you that I met Oprah. I had a beautiful photo op with Oprah, but I don't, I didn't meet Oprah. And so that was another piece for me that was off in a sense. And and again, now I'm going to say this, but also please know, I get it. I totally do. I, I did not expect, you know, a 10-minute conversation with Oprah. I know they're bringing, you know, whatever 100 of us through. I get that. Um, and to match the, um, the brand that she has created for herself, not looking me in the eye and even saying hello, that didn't match the brand. Now, I am not, you know what? I'm not going to hold that against her. I'm, I'm not saying she's horrible. I'm not saying that nobody should do that. I think everybody should have a photo op with Oprah. It's beautiful. And for me, looking at that picture is like, ah, so there was so much. The way I would have liked it, different. Now, also with that said, please know, because I was talking to, to again to my sweet an, friend Angela about this, and she said, you know it's also, we have to realize that people are going to have different ideas of who we are. And if we don't be that for them and they're disappointed that, you know, that's going to set up all sorts of crazy. And I was like, that is brilliant because of, gosh, just after we got back from our trip in Maine, there was, I think I shared about it on a radio show. I'm not sure there was a, I'd taken some beautiful photos when we walked around the waterfall in Iceland And I had, um, I had a person ask if they could take the photo and use it, um, you know, whatever, add their name or their words to it or whatever. Uh, And I said no, because I was going to use it in my marketing. And and she she actually like she was mad and she sent me a private message and she said, you know, this isn't congruent with who who you portray yourself to be and you're a liar or like whatever she all said. So to me, it was kind of like that. Like, I've decided that Oprah is something. And then when she wasn't that, then I'm projecting onto her that she should have been. So it's like, huh, that's interesting, too, because we all have that of different people. We all have that. I mean, I know there's people that private messaged me about my my story about being awkward as fuck. (laughs) And, you know, and it was like, how can that be? Well, you're only shocked that I'm awkward as fuck because you've decided something about me. Right. No different than with Oprah. Maybe Oprah's awkward as fuck right? I mean, not until this moment have I said that. And and I'm not saying that to to justify or to make sense of or anything. I just really just wanted to share it all with you guys and kind of where I was at with it. And, and that energy of like, wow, I wouldn't I would not say to somebody I met Oprah, I will tell you I had a beautiful photo op with her. And I love the photo. And I also realized, you know, that it was so much more than that. Like there, there is so much more than that energy is my first language. Energy is her first language. Energy is all of our first language. So what occurred throughout the evening, um, was, was amazing. And so, so from there, we then went back to, no, we didn't go back to the VIP room. We didn't actually go back to the VIP room at all. We went then to our seats. That's right. And so we were front row and, um honestly i'm not sure i would choose front row again only because it was maybe just a hair too close. (laughs) You know, my head was up just a little bit of a funny angle. Second or third row would be perfect for me. That where we were, we were sitting on the edge. I love that. I loved it, loved it. But just the very front row was just a little bit close. Um, But still just so grateful because I didn't have to watch the big screens, I could actually see her. And there were times where like where she looked right at Carrie and I and and Carrie and I talked about it after it was like yeah she was looking right at us and it was like that that and so that's kind of the magic of of the of being there in that space now she could have been looking elsewhere who knows but for me I really perceived that she was looking at us and and talking and and there were so many pieces of you know what she shared throughout the evening and a couple of them that really stick out one was the aha and I recall her talking about this a lot when I used to watch her show and it was like that aha like the aha moment is when you remember so it's not that you know what she was talking about that night was anything new but it was a remembering she said, that's why it's the aha like aha, like you get it. And that, of course, is like, yeah. And and then she said it a few more times throughout the evening. She said, you already know. You already know. I'm not here to tell you. And I was like, yeah. And I get that that's one of the reasons that I've always been, uh, and I shouldn't say always, because I really haven't been kind of aware of what she's been creating or doing that much i don't watch soul sunday or those sorts of things anymore um i'm not i'm not opposed to them by any means it's just i haven't i haven't chosen them and uh it but it's that energy it's like she never gets on stage and preaches to you it's it's this sharing and if you have an aha based on her sharing oh my gosh, it stays with you. But if she were to stand up there and tell you what to think or what to th- do or whatever, there's not a ha in that. <laughs> I don't I don't even know if I'm making sense to you guys, but it made so much sense to me just the way she spoke about it. And so that was one of the pieces is the aha, and that we know, which of course we know and we know that we know. And that's what I do with the work that I do is empower people to know that they know because I've done the other stuff. I've done where I'm telling you. And, and I'm the answer girl. And that's not fun. Not fun for me and not fun for the people who are receiving the answers. Um, the other thing that she talked about is just, um, how did she put it? Oh, my gosh, I don't I can't even recall, but basically stay in your lane. You know, like you you can't take care of other people. You can't, um, you know, do it all. Like take care of you stay in your lane. I wish I could think of the word that she used, but it's just off my mind right now. And basically, you know, you guys maybe have even listened to my radio show from years ago about stop being a superior bitch is basically that energy. Like, stop it. (laughs) You can do what you do. And she was talking about her, um, Stedman, her Stedman, I was going to say her husband, but I don't actually think they're married, but her guy uh, and how his bathroom is an absolute disaster. And she doesn't like that, but it's not her bathroom. <laughs> so it's not up to her. It's like, it's stay in her lane. Her her bathroom is her bathroom. His is his. And so it was just really, really cool to hear her talk about that. And I would say the the piece that I was just like really moved by was she shared a lot about Uh, her mom recently died, she died on Thanksgiving of last year. And she shared about how she didn't know what to say. And and her and her mom have not had an easy relationship. And I think a lot of women and their moms, that's the case. And hers, uh, you know, she had a lot of other people that maybe she felt closer to. And so she went there at one point and didn't know what to say and as she was leaving she knew it'd be the last time she'd see her mom and all she could say was bye and she didn't necessarily like that but she didn't know what else to say (laughs) so she got on her airplane and went wherever she had a speaking um, engagement and then as she was flying back to her home in California she knew she had to go back to her mom's and she, the way she worded it was she had to do the work. And that was another phrase that I recall from all of those years ago is like, do the work, like basically clean up your shit. And so she's like, I have to do the work. And she said, this is, I just love this piece. She said, so I turned the plane around. And you know what? When you own the plane, you can do that. <laughs> I just so, I just freaking loved that. And so she went back And I think it still took her three days to know what to do, to know what to say. And, and then she did. And, and she said it was just so freeing and it was just so amazing to hear her talk about it. And it was also kind of like made her real because if you would have asked me prior to that, you know, Oprah's mom died, what do you suppose they talked about before she died? I would have had a big story. I'll tell you what, I, I just, you know, I'm so realizing how many, uh, expectations and projections and judgments that I have of that woman and probably many people. Uh, but really to kind of just assume she would have all her shit together and she would know what to say to her mom who's dying and it would be just beautiful things she could talk about for years. Um, yeah, crazy. It's crazy. And, um, And she does have something she can talk about for years and really inspire people with. Because for all of us, like all those years that I worked as a as a medium, it's one of the things that I saw probably more than anything else. People didn't come. Well, some of them did, but a lot of people didn't come to hear that their loved one was okay it was more that they wanted to know that their loved one would still be with them because of what wasn't said or because of problems that had occurred and so then they kind of decided that that loved one who died wouldn't want anything to do with them so if they came and found that they were there then they're okay and it like do the work (laughs) do the work and believe me i'm saying that to myself too like do the work Cause that's the stuff that, and that's the stuff that people will kill themselves with afterwards because they didn't do the work because they didn't say what they wanted to say. They didn't take care of what needed to be taken care of. And, and it's like, just do the work, just do the work, turn the plane around. (laughs) Oh gosh another thing that i heard her talk about and it's something i mean i've been of course aware of this also i've even heard her probably talk about it before but really the like people want to be heard they want to be seen and they want to be acknowledged she might have used different words in that but but that's the energy of 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 it and it was like yeah you know and especially now (laughs) when we do use our phone to distract ourselves when we do have less connection Um, how much of that are we are we being for others and even for ourselves? And again, it's not that you have to do it for others. It's not your job. Uh, And to recognize that, yeah, you know, you might have a friend or a sibling or a parent or a child or somebody in your life that you care for, that, that you maybe aren't recognizing what they are requiring that if you were to gift it to them, what it actually might create for you guys and your relationship. It was something that Dr. Jody spoke about. And I, I've seen her speak twice and she spoke about it both times. And, and I, I'm starting to get it, uh, but really was the connection piece and how, you know, 50 years ago, We grew up in much smaller homes, well, probably, well, maybe 50 years ago, but I would say even closer to 100 years ago, 70 years ago, you know, a lot of people just grew up in like one bedroom homes, even if you might have had five siblings, and two parents, you you know, you grew up in very close quarters. So if somebody had a problem, somebody had something going on, everybody knew, where now it is so easy to not know what's going on in terms of like, you don't even necessarily have to see somebody that lives in the same house. Like this house that hubby and I have, I mean, we still spend a lot of time together. But if we had kids, (laughs) and let's say they didn't want us to know something was going on, uh, they could, you know, potentially keep it quite well hidden by just keeping the distance. They could text from their bedroom, they, you know, there's so many things that, with all this space now, and not that it's wrong, but just to recognize like and maybe that's not for you, you don't have to be like it you might not you might find it so much more ease to connect with animals. that's cool, please know you don't have to go out of your way to do that for other people and recognize if it's missing, maybe you even require it, maybe it's something you would like more of now, of course, you also want to be willing to do that for yourself. We don't want to be always looking external for those things. So you want to know, you know that you are valuable. You want to know that you belong here on the planet. Those are things that also have to come from within. And sometimes it is nice just to hear it externally. Sometimes it is really kind to have that that space and that um I don't know, nurturing almost from somebody else to to say, "Wow, I'm so glad you're here. It's really nice to see you." I did some calls this morning, and I've got a private coaching starting in July. And so some people just had other questions. So I was doing 10 minute chats with them. And I have to tell you, it was so nice, just to chat with that person, find out what's going on for them. They had some questions about the program. And, and like, it it was like we were sitting, having a 10 minute coffee, it, it was amazing. And I'm so grateful, because it's like, That's not something I often do. I've never even really thought of. Again, my sweet friend Angela suggested it um, with some of the stuff that I offer. Because sometimes people just require that. And I'll be honest, sometimes I require it too. Right? If I'm going to be working one-to-one with somebody for three months, I would like to know that it's a fit also. And then we also have that connection, right? They can see if it's a fit. They can look at me. Because right now, um, going back to what I was talking about earlier with the, you know, the $2,500 price tag and then you know, the food and the drink not quite really matching that, no different than right now if you went to my webpage, the picture on my webpage doesn't look anything like I look right now. So you could be really um, shocked. You know, let's say you didn't. You only maybe listened to me on the radio and then you went to my webpage, and let's say you signed up for a session or this three-month coaching, and we hop on Zoom, you might go, huh? like, what the hell? And I don't mean I look drastically different, but I do. I do. My hair is no longer red. Although, I think on the webpage, oh yeah, it's actually, the only color on me is blue lipstick. Everything else is a is, uh, uh, a black and a gray. So, you know what? Maybe it wouldn't be so shocking uh, cuz my hair is quite gray now. <laughs> but it's longer, it's different. It's different. And and it's those are things you want to be aware of as a business owner cuz if you have that and, you know, so let's say that situation occurred cuz I do have a lot of people that do that. You know, they just hear me on the radio and then they see me <laughs> That's just reminding me how many people, and I mean way more than probably you'd expect when they meet me, go, Wow, I thought you'd be taller. <laughs> Which cracks me up every time because I'm like, Do I sound tall? Like, <laughs> how does a sound how does a tall person sound? But anyway, you know, like if you if you have an idea and then somebody different shows up. Again, I, it's not that I have to be something for somebody else, okay, that's not it. But there is that level of distrust that comes up for people when it doesn't match. So you just want to be aware of that in your business. So it's not about bending or folding or stapling or mutilating yourself to fit into somebody else's idea of you or to be, you know, controlled by that. You just want to recognize if you know, if what you're putting out there isn't matching who you are, like I think of probably 15 years ago in business. So I've been in business. um, Oh my gosh, 17 years. Wow. Be 17 years in September. So 15 years ago, uh, I would have had the idea that I had to be very professional, very prim and proper. I had to appear as though I knew everything. So that I mean, that was quite a, you know, a mask, let's say that I put on. And then to be that in, on the planet, like to really kind of like force that and push that probably felt a little bit incongruent. So you just want to recognize that when you're with somebody, and of course, always clearing your points of views, clearing your projections and your expectations of people, because you also are, you know, those people like myself with Oprah, I set myself up for that. And it's not right. And it's not wrong. And it was also a huge gift for me to go, wow, okay, where, where may I be doing that? Or what, how could I change this for business? What else does this look like? I mean, I have so many different ideas now of events, uh, for the, like for upcoming classes and events to really match the energy of it. And, uh, I loved it because You know, I've had all this awareness and all this cool stuff, and then this morning I had a a group call with all of my hosts from around the world, all the classes we've got coming up, which there's so many of them, my sweet friends. I mean, we've got Alaska, we've got the pool party here at my house, we have got Switzerland and London and Lloydminster (laughs) and Las Vegas and New York and Toronto and so many classes. Uh so like a couple months ago, my host Shelly in Las Vegas and I were trying to book a place for the class in October and just nothing was working. Everything, it felt like pushing and we were like, okay, stop. Let's just stop. And today on the creation call, she's like, um... I know we said we weren't going to do here, but I'm really feeling like the Cosmo. Now, the Cosmo is my favorite hotel in Las Vegas. And so when she said that, I just burst out laughing because I'm like, yeah, it is. It totally is. I get it because that actually matches the energy of the class having it there, not somewhere off the strip in a house away. Like, no, the class, the energy of the class, what matches the energy for that specific class is the Cosmo on the Strip in Las Vegas. I mean, seriously, how does it get any better than that? So like it's that, it's, it's that and being aware of that in, in your business, if you have one. Um, and then also starting to be aware of that when you go out and things don't match for you, maybe you walk away disappointed or something, then you can look at it a little bit further be like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I would have liked that to be different. But you also then don't have to hold it against them. So it's not like, uh, you know, I don't hate Oprah. (laughs) I'm never going to hate Oprah. (laughs) Would I purchase a ticket like that again? No. (laughs) I've had one beautiful photo op with Oprah. I love it. I'm grateful for it. Uh, And no, if there was a question and answer, a, a true meet and greet from my idea of meet and greet? Absolutely, I would. And no, not the way it was. So those are cool too, right? I have now, oh, choice creates awareness. Would have I, if I'd have known, would have I purchased this? Absolutely. I totally would. The awareness throughout the night, the connection with Sharla, like, I mean, to me, it it was gift after gift after gift after gift. And I just love it. And There's so much more expansiveness with business now and what's like the fun pieces like like what can we create for these events and these classes oh my gosh and for any of you that are in business I do have another business creation club starting July we run for four months it is awesome uh just if you can't find a link about it just come and email me message me text me whatever find me I would love to um to answer any questions that you might have about it because it's something i think this is its third third or fourth year we've been running it it's just an amazing program so there you have it all right now let me finish the story because we're not done yet um so we left there and it was a little confusing to get out of there. I have to tell you, the Rogers place is—I'm not sure. I've never been there before. Maybe once you've been a couple times, you'd have a better sense of it. But anyway, we got out. Hubby came and picked us up. Got in the car, and we were in a long line of traffic. And a woman came and knocked on the door, <laughs> at the window actually. And she said, and Hubby put the window down, and she said, "Do you realize that you have gas leaking out of your gas tank?" And we're like, um, no. <laughs> so he had filled up with gas while we were at the event. And it was all about an eighth of a tank by the time she knocked on the window. So it had basically just drained out. So we were able to, the traffic was able to move enough that we were able to pull out of the way before it stalled and just stopped completely. And then we had to phone a tow truck And that took about three hours. Oh my gosh. So hubby was just, he was knight in shining armor. I tell you what, he sent Carrie and and I off to the restaurant, which was maybe a block or two blocks away. And we ate uh, because we hadn't had supper. And so we ate and um, his daughter came and picked us up. And we, you know, she brought us home, but we didn't get home till it was like almost two in the morning. Uh, And anyway, so he stayed with the car because of course it was in a no parking zone. Um, and anyway, it is still at Audi, this is the funniest thing, this is days later, and it will likely be there for a few weeks, <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing about it, mostly because that, that on the Friday, they they actually brought me a loaner car, it was awesome, like I, you know, so I, I'm taken care of, I have a car, it's a Q7, not a Q8, but there's not actually much difference, um, and so that was really interesting too, because it's like, this is so weird. This is so weird. And, you know, Carrie and I were like, okay, what's right about this? We're not getting. And there's so much, there's so much because of how it all occurred and how it actually could have occurred and how it did occur. And yeah, like so incredibly grateful and, and what else is possible. And so, yeah, that, (laughs) that was really interesting. So anyway, there you have it. There is my, you know, my takeaways, my awarenesses, the gifts of the VIP experience with Oprah. Notice I'm now calling it that it's not my meeting with Oprah. Like when I met Oprah, no, it's the VIP experience with Oprah. <laughs> Cause again, I don't really feel like I met her. Uh, and I am so grateful for what I did receive. And again, the photo I'm just, <sighs> yeah. I just love it. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening in. I'm so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Uh, And I look forward to chatting with you next week.